Hey, welcome to the Race to Alaska podcast, The Daily Fix. My name is Daniel Evans, race boss for Race to Alaska. Let's get at it. Today we're hearing from a media team that took a soulless, rigid, inflatable boat all the way from Campbell River to Ketchikan in pursuit of the perfect picture. Then we get to hear from Team Kelp, who's going to give us a day in the life of their journey north to Ketchikan. Hey, I'm sitting here with uh, with Tony and Lev, two of leave, the... Leave, like leave the room. Leave. Hey, I'm sitting here leave. with... <laughs> <laughs> she's going to leave you if you don't get it right. I know, right? If I don't get it right after like two weeks. She didn't leave me, though. She's the only one that didn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Tony and Leave. We were just starting to talk about uh, their boat ride. Tony was the boat driver for the rib that went all the way through the inside passage. Leave was a photographer for it. We, we don't have Yana here, who was the filmer, but... To take a, a small boat like that throughout the entire inside passage is, I'm, you know, I've, I don't know of anyone who's done it. And it's pretty incredible. And from what I'm gathering is uh, the people you ran across along the way felt it was pretty incredible, too. Yeah. So what was it like? Well, funny, I don't know anything about boats, and I haven't been north of San Francisco, aside from Toronto. So uh, I had no idea. What this actually was, you know, I was just like, oh, I'll get on this boat and we'll just go up a bit. I think it's good that you didn't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. that was a definite Ignorance positive. Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> what, what started to uh, give me a clue as to what we were actually doing was whenever we'd pull up to any, you know, old seasoned veteran who's grown up here, would they go, well, where's your big boat? <laughs> and we were like, oh, this is our big boat. And they're like, oh, where are you from? Oh, Campbell River. Yeah, where are you going? Catch a can and they just shake their head. And I was, I'd look at Tony and Tony's kind of like, yeah, well, yeah, it's kind yeah, of you a get that. crazy. So let's, uh, can, can one of you describe the boat so people can understand really what you were on? Deep V aluminum hull with uh, sponsons of air filled tubes on the side. Let's, let's start with how big is it? Uh, five meters, which works out to about, I think, 16 and a half feet. And with, with three people on board? Yeah, we had three people. We were packing about 60 gallons of fuel, just so we had, mostly so that we had options to catch boats, because the job was to not just get to catch can, but to catch as many boats as we could. Does this boat have any, uh, does it have anywhere to sleep? Is there any covered areas? There's a, there's a little T-top that keeps off the mist and the rain a little bit if you're standing still. But if you're going 30 knots... <laughs> There's 30 knots of wind in your face or rain in your face or whatever. So it's a pretty wet, open boat. There's no real cover. No. There's no real place to sleep. No proper place to sleep. I mean, we're talking in an, an inflatable that most people would always consider as like the small boat for a larger boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, was the, what was the worst weather you came across during the time? I mean, there was definitely... I forget when it was, but I got off the boat and it felt like my brain was like <laughs> impaled on the top of my spine. <laughs> or like leaking out of my ears, where it would hit like something. Your jaw would just—it would. I would be gritting my teeth, yet it was still somehow like snap shut. You know. Well, Herbert Island was southeast twenty-seven when we caught up with those guys. And that's uh, we're we're talking Queen Charlotte Strait. Queen Charlotte, so the north end of Vancouver Island. Yeah, and we thought that Catch Me If You Can was going to hole up at God's Pocket, so we were just running out there to interview him. We figured they were going to spend the night. And they were just leaving. Right when we got there, they were leaving. And then so we had to follow them. And then it was just really nasty. And they just kept going. And it was, they were just, like, untouchable. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. There were humpbacks 
uh, oh, yeah, that's coming right. up. Whales. So we were trying to get, they were too far away to get it on, on and it was in a picture, dark. but we were trying to get the humpbacks behind the boat and these huge wow. swells. And I mean, it was, we thought they were going to stay in God's pocket, which is gorgeous, by the way. It had a rainbow perfectly placed over it as we were pulling in. And the people there could not have been nicer. They gave us huge chocolate Oh, yeah, Annie gave us this huge chocolate cake. cake. (laughs) And they even asked, you're taking this thing? Oh, yeah, she was adamant that we couldn't do it. You can't do, you can't, no, you can't go back to Port Hardy tonight. (laughs) You you mustn't. (laughs) And I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on. And then coming back from that trip, that's when we spun the prop. So I had to put a new prop on. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah, we pull in, and there was still another boat out there that we wanted to catch. Three yeah. and a half Aussies were going by, and sun was going down. So Tony whips out the new whatever thingamadingy, and <laughs> Yana and I run up to the hotel room. We grab, you know, whatever we needed oh, to, run camera, down, that's right. yeah. and Tony's, like, NASCAR back there. <laughs> and, like, you know, I'm feeding him beef jerky. We're getting bananas off the doctor boat. Like, it was a total team effort, and Tony's just killing it. We get back on the boat. Everything works fine. We go out, shoot uh, three and a half Aussies, like, at dusk is basically... No light. Yeah, That's it was amazing. like 10 at night when we left, wasn't it? Yeah. We didn't get back in until 11.30 or something. I mean, it was... So I want to know a little bit, like, what it felt like. Because when, when you leave that kind of... Uh, when you leave the Queen Charlotte Straits and you're kind of heading up towards Shearwater and uh, that whole area up there, it gets really remote. Yeah, now you're getting out there. Now you're, like, really out there. Yeah, like, there's 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 no, no bailouts. The commitment is pretty much 100%. Was there ever a time when... You were regretful or fearful when you were out there. Did it feel in control the whole time to you? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, we were bombing along. We have two motors. You know, we're just screaming. The boat just worked great. And just flying along. We yeah. all had and, tents. Uh, we all had dry suits. You know, so I mean, yeah. you float like a cork. You can fill the boat with water. You'll still float like a cork. You can fill the boat with water and still get up on step. Do you have any of those moments where you're like, I can't believe I'm here at this spot, surrounded by kind of all this vast wilderness absolutely we saw a black bear and a white bear a spirit bear together i'm like oh wow cool a black bear a black bear this would be great because we, we hadn't seen a bear yet and i was a little bit bummed out for these guys yeah i've never seen a bear before yeah in the wild. so then we turned to go into the bear and then all of a sudden it's like oh my god the black bear and there's a white bear there's a white bear it was totally amazing that's incredible and then, and then we had little teeny skiffs and we were like right there in the river mouth watching the bears it was hard for your brain to compute that it was real because it seems like just Disneyland. Like everything was so beautiful that it seemed like it'd been constructed for you. Yes. You know, these huge mountains and snow capped mountains as far as your eye could see. They were everywhere. You know, you turn one corner and, you know, it's just mountain range after mountain range and one beat behind the other. And it was absolutely it was waterfall and then another waterfall and then a bigger waterfall and then another oh. bigger waterfall. <laughs> So what did it feel like having, you know, done this incredible route in this small boat, you know, chasing after all these teams and getting this great footage and photos? How did you feel when you got to Ketchikan and it completed this kind of incredible run through, you know, some of the greatest wilderness this whole area has to offer? I was like, I want to do this again. <laughs> I can do this more often. Way to go. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was <laughs> awesome. I can't, I can't imagine how the teams feel after conquering that in a non-motorized way because it felt pretty 
incredible. It totally changes your perspective. Like, we crossed Dixon Entrance three times yesterday. Three? Yeah, because we went over here to get Catch Me If You Can, and then we went back all the way over there to get West Coast Wild Ones, and then we went all the way back into Catch Me <laughs> That's great. <laughs> no, we're just like, I mean, it just changes things, right? You're yeah, just like, oh. <laughs> It was awesome. And, you know, the shooting, boom, boom, boom. The shooting itself, totally almost like hunting. You know, you're like, oh, I see him. Oh, yeah, like they're 16 miles up, so they're over the horizon. And then, yeah. you know, 12 miles and then 8 miles. Oh, oh, look, that's them. Oh, no, no, that's an island. Oh, there they are. There, that's them. Yeah, and you're setting up the and shot. And then you're just like, ah, oh, yeah. And then they're happy to see you. And, like, some people you catch up with several times. And, yeah, it just, it was awesome. That was that part was super fun. It was definitely like hunting. Yeah. 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 It was great. Well, I would say it's, like, it's such a fantastic trip just in itself. Just having done it, you know, it's an impressive feat to just have done something like that. The coolest thing was catching up. Like, we caught up with the, maybe four boats at Cape Caution. And the, and the North of Alaska, the kids in the Illumina Sharky, oh, the, yeah. they're, they're like disappearing behind the swell because it was right after the big storm blew through. Yeah. yeah. So there's those huge yeah. swells and they're just rolling along. One guy's got his shirt off. They're just having a ball. They got their little green Coleman stove on the back and they're out there at Cape Caution yeah, of all places. sleep on the bottom. Yeah. He, he pops his head up and looks around and then he back. goes back to sleep. He just, put, you know. And they're just having a just a hoot nanny. They're like, next year we're going to build a bigger one. We're going to have a six-person crew. Oh, yeah. And it looked like a caravan. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These caravan have all these different types of boats just yeah. kind of making their way north. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And Discovery was just happy to chat with us because he hadn't talked to anybody. And yeah, yeah. He talked to like, kind of felt like an hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> we were next to him forever. He just kept going and going and going. It was great. And then we were, so that was Cape Question. And then that was that same day we got... The Aussies again at the yeah, north end of Pitsu Sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where you said... And then they started flying their chute. And, oh, that was just stupid. Oh. We were just like north of Namu. Okay. Yeah, we crawled. Yana and I crawled on the boat and shot from the boat. We could, that's so how that nice. happened. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, it was great. And then I bombed on ahead and shut the motors off and took a nap. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I totally did. It was a perfect day. It was just gorgeous. <laughs> they're sailing by. And they're like... <laughs> I mean, I racked up for, I don't know what, half an hour. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Well, hey, thanks, y'all, for sharing some stories of, like, the 15-foot RV that moved north. <laughs> it's pretty incredible with the three of you on an open boat, essentially. Thank you. It was super fun. This was yeah. an adventure of a lifetime. It was awesome. Now we're going to switch from engine to engine list as we get to hear the day in the life of living by the oil. Last night we uh, making we were making really good way towards Telegraph Cove, and then we saw some dolphins, and we went towards the dolphins <laughs> and hung out with the dolphins for about forty five minutes, and, and then, then and then there wasn't any wind when we were done playing with the dolphins, <laughs> so we rode for six miles in the dark in Johnston Strait, which was actually pretty cool. Totally calm, bioluminescence everywhere in the water. Yeah, we were painting with our oars. It was beautiful. Like, uh, the drips off the oars were just sparkles. It was wonderful, actually. And we were we were with Team Rushaway, our buddies. Uh, and we knew we weren't going to row the, what, 18 miles all the way into Telegraph Cove that night. So we, th- we thought at some point this uh, forecasted southeast breeze was going to pick up behind us and we could stop rowing and sail through the night, get into Telegraph Cove before 
the wind really picked up for today, which was forecasted up to 35, I think. And that breeze just never happened, so we tucked in instead into Boat Harbor on on Krakowst at about 3.30 maybe. Very tired. And And not really thinking so much about the fact that the harbor was exposed to the southeast where this wind was supposed to come from. And like literally as we dropped the anchor we started joking. We started to like as we we started to feel, you know, those fingers of wind. Hadn't felt anything for hours all night. Drop the anchor and you just, you know, feel those little whispers of wind. So those whispers became Yeah pretty significant within the course of like 15 minutes yeah and so both us and rush away were like hunkered down and then all of a sudden i hear rush away like yelling like kristen kelp and we were like and we just instantly like well we must be on we like, thought we had we, we had run into them the like yeah or thing. and we pop our heads out expecting to be either aground or like bow in like you know spearing them they were just like, hey, the wind's picked up. We're on a lee shore. we got to get out of here right now. And we so we did. And we sailed out, turned down wind in some pretty rough waves, hit, you know, 15, 20 knots immediately. Of wind. Of wind. No. <laughs> I mean, we did hit 11.2 a few days ago. So, you know, 15's not super out. We could do 15. Wind and Bella Bella in three or four days. Yeah. Looking forward to that. All right. Good night. Good night. Help cast out. Still don't know how to turn it off. You can follow it all at r2ak.com. This is Daniel Evans, Race Boss for Race to Alaska.